You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. At least you pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run it back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Can be heard on your radio dial right here on Tide 100.9 and on the Martin Houston Radio Network. Sorry for those technical difficulties, but we seem to have gotten that straightened out. Uh, there's a bug in the, in the air or maybe just in uh, my mic this morning, but look like we got it worked out. We'll move right along, inviting you to get in on the conversation like we do each and every day at 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline, and we are open for business. I want to remind you that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. And uh, be the difference you want to see in the world today. I want to welcome Jet Cohen in from Cherokee, not Alabama, but Cherokee NC, North Carolina. So glad to have him in with us, a regular part of the program uh, as we have moved into the football season. (laughs) 
You can always get in on the conversation via chat if uh, calling is not an option. Yesterday we had a lot of calls, so we still didn't get to get to everything that we kind of planned. And, and that's the kind of way football season goes. It's just based on what's happening. Um, I always come prepared to hit topics and talk about topics, and I post them and let you know what we're going to talk about. But this is the Sound of Bama Sports, your show, your team. And so if you call up and take the show down a different path or take a topic down a different path, we'll go right there with you uh, because this show is about what you guys want to talk about, uh, not just what I want to hear myself, Xavier, and Joe spew about. So uh, once again, we're going we're gonna to try it again today. We're going to try to get to some good, bad, and ugly uh, but, uh, you know, we got biggest takeaways, biggest questions. What's one thing you would add to this team? Um, and, of course, we'll wrap things up with the Christian Moment of the Week presented by Empowerment Ministries. Uh, and, of course, uh, we can, like I said, do good, bad, and ugly uh, as that goes. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Uh you know, it's an interesting week. It's the middle of the week, and um, I, 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 I thought of a "Would you rather?" Now, now remember um, how we used to get on here and say that uh, <clears throat> that uh, that the Alabama players leave here don't really do do that good <laughs> uh, when they go somewhere else. Well, it looks like one may have found a home, uh, and he might be a difference maker when they come in here to play us too, and that's Mr. Drew Sanders. Um, I haven't got to watch him a lot, um, but uh, you know, you look, and uh, and and I'm assuming he played more inside linebacker. I didn't see that uh, this week, but you know, you kind of make the assumption he played more what he played the first week. Uh, Joe, Xavier, did y'all get to see him actually play that game? I saw him some in the first game, but I didn't last week. Uh, I didn't get to see any of the game this past week. I did see him a lot against Cincinnati, though. Yeah, and and the only reason I asked that is because I, I just thought, uh, 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 would you rather, and kind of a, a, a question of if he is as good as he has played there, did we miss something here at Bama? Um, and if you're wondering, um, Mr. Drew Sanders uh, won SEC Co-Defensive Player of the Week and the Walter Kemp National Player of the Defensive Player of the Week at Arkansas. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so first question X is, is did we miss something with this guy potentially, uh, you know, in terms of, I know he got hurt last year. Um, and, and Arkansas quickly found a place for him, but it wasn't where you, we were expecting. He, he's playing in that middle. Uh, so did we miss something with this guy? And I guess the would you rather question be thinking through taking who Alabama has, the way he's played so far, 
Would you rather have Drew Sanders as an inside linebacker and give up Dallas Turner on this team? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Uh, and, and you hate it because he, he would still most likely be here if he hadn't got hurt. And he would probably be playing outside linebacker still, potentially moved inside uh, if he hadn't got hurt. But I just don't – I don't think we're missing anything. And I don't think anything's been proven for us to say that we are. Uh, he wouldn't be starting over at Toa Toa. We like what Dallas brings to the table. And Moody has played well through two, good, through two games. So I don't necessarily – think we're missing anything because he wouldn't be inside if he was here if he hadn't got hurt. No, that, 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 you, you got to always listen to the way the question is asked. Would you rather have Drew Sanders as an inside linebacker here or Dallas Turner? Well, I'm taking that. Do what? The, I, I can't hear you. Joe, Joe, what's your thoughts? I'll come back to you. No, I think I'd rather have Dallas Turner than Drew, uh, Drew Dallas Turner as he is than Drew Sanders as an inside linebacker. Uh, I, I mean, and, and you got to think about what what you already have. In, well, I don't really think we're hurting it inside linebacker. So uh, if we were, then maybe maybe I would go the Drew Sanders direction. But. You, you, you take the you take the let's take the Drew Sanders side. Uh, and you don't have Dallas Turner. Well, you're, well, you're left with Braswell. You're left with Keanu Coot. You're left with uh, you know lots of young talented players. So I think you'd be fine. But uh, as we currently are, I think I'd probably take the Dallas Turner or Dallas Turner side. Yeah. So, so two games in, the the answer to that most likely is, hey, I, I keep what we have because. Uh, Dallas Turner, you know, is Dallas Turner. And, you know, many people would probably say uh, we don't beat Texas if you take Dallas Turner out of the mix. Um, and, uh, and, and you know, Drew Sanders is playing unbelievable lights out. Uh, but to your point, if Drew Sanders were here, we wouldn't know about Dallas Turner. Um, he wouldn't be Dallas Turner. That's number one if he doesn't get hurt. Uh because Drew was clearly the starter before, before he got hurt, and Dallas took uh, advantage of a great opportunity. So if you put in the, if you don't, if you don't, if he doesn't get hurt, then that changes the whole scenario completely. But here's here's the question I would ask you: Go back three weeks before the season. And if you knew that Drew Sanders could be the linebacker he's, he, he is today at inside linebacker, what was one of our question marks of the uh, – what was one of our questions coming into the season? This defense could be Nick Saban's best defense if what? If, if a guy like Moody could come in and play well. Yeah, if Moody could play if, – if, if Moody was kind of that question mark, right? Uh, and and I think Moody has has shown himself. Uh, I agree with you. He's shown himself uh, pretty well through the first couple uh, of, of games. So um, <clears throat> we can we can look at that. And, and like I said, that was just a fun thing. I still think. I, I mean, I'm not sure that Alabama wouldn't be better. 
uh, with the Chris Braswell if Drew Sanders is projecting forward, right? If Drew Sanders at two games is what he is at inside linebacker and you project how uh, Dallas Turner improved at outside linebacker, if you project how Will Anderson improved the outside linebacker, if Drew Sanders does that at inside linebacker and Chris Braswell came in for Dallas, I think Alabama's defense would be better if, if Drew has that back coverage out of the, the backfield and then cover the tight end. We still see that we still can be exposed in those two areas, and I'm still not sure that Moody or Toa Toa can cover either one of those positions. And we still got Georgia ahead if we're going to get to a championship. And those two still concern me with Moody and Toa Toa. I could be wrong. We're going to go ahead and get to Curtis, and then we'll I'll let you guys respond to what I said, guys. Uh, Curtis Lewis, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on top, 100.9. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, um, who was the defensive player um, last of this past week for us? Was it Toa Toa? Uh, Defensive Player of the Week. Yeah, who was it? I know Helms got it. Do it now. I know Helms was one of them, and I think there was a second. Yeah, Yeah. how did Moody not get on that? Do you think? Because I like Moody shine more than anybody I thought on defense, but I was was really surprised he didn't get get in there on that. But um, it was actually it was actually uh, his his not replacement his backup. Uh, and Toa Toa. Lawson got it. Um, Bryce Young, of course. Will Reichert, of course. And then it was yeah. Helms um, and Lawson and Toa Toa. I thought Moody played well, too. So Yeah, he yeah. had yeah. nine tackles in a sack. Yeah, I thought I was I must have missed somebody because I could have sworn Moody shined more than anybody on that defense in that game. And, of course, Toa Toa disappeared like Casper. But I do think that um, I, I would love to see Blackshear get in there and, and play for Toa We know that's not going to happen unless Toa Toa gets hurt. But I'd just like to see our middle linebacker get to the point where he's knocking heads again, not making tackles eight yards down the field. Hit somebody before they cross the line. But that would be – that's possible thinking. But um, yeah, let, me, I, let me ask you this, Curtis. Uh, yeah. Is, is our – remember our expectation of the defensive front – yeah. And what they would do. Uh, ha- has the defensive front through two games disappointed you a little bit? It has. And it-, it has. And I, and I listened to Pete Jenkins um, yesterday on Fowler's show, and he was saying how he was impressed with our defensive front, with both defensive fronts. And I was beginning to think maybe I missed something there too, but then, of course, they said Pete Jenkins was 81 years old. I thought, okay, that's probably what it is. <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> Pete might be watching a whole different game. <laughs> I'll say this. I'm not saying they played bad. Once again, no, it's, kind of like, bad. it's kind of like it's kind of like we are two and oh and number two team in the nation. Okay. And one against Texas. If you didn't get a preseason poll and someone told you that and and you really thought through it and and, and everything, you would be excited about that. But because of what preseason is said and expectation said, you feel a little bit as a Bama fan 
you feel a little disappointed so far in this team. And so that's what I'm saying with this defensive line. I don't think that they've played bad, but I haven't seen the dominance yet that I hope no. to see because no he, he, here's two things and of course that I'm having to get to break here but 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 we'll, we'll come in on it on the other side but he, he, here's what I'm thinking I thought that our outside linebackers would be more dominant and our inside linebackers would run more free because our front our, our down linemen would require at least one of them, if not double two, team. would require some double teams. Well, yeah, what's happening right now is that um, they're able to double team Will Anderson um, and chip him and then double team him at times. Sometimes he's had three guys block him, and I think part of it is because our defensive line isn't requiring, you know, some double teams. And, and that's also the reason Joe and other guys aren't running Running that's that's exactly it. Yeah. And I think that's exactly it right there on the hill. I said, if you're not, if you're not getting penetration by your nose um, tackle or your defensive lineman, then you just pretty much negated the ability of your outside rushers to make an impact in that game. Because yeah. you've got to have somebody penetrate in the middle of that defense for them guys to be yeah. effective on the outside. But now, I do have a question, though, and you can catch it on the next side there. But, um... Okay. On our offense, you know, we we, don't, we always require that the offensive coordinator come in and run Bama's offense. And usually the offense has to evolve over the years. But since we don't normally have the same coordinators and they come in and run the same offense that we run, how does our offense evolve? Who's well, making it evolve? <laughs> we'll answer that on the other side. That's a great question. And... I'm not saying it hasn't evolved, but I guess I guess we'll we'll answer that, guys, and y'all be thinking about that. How does it evolve when you change coordinators each and every other year or so? Thanks, yeah. Curtis. And All right, guys. guys. Album one. All right, album one hotline is open. We got a couple callers waiting. We'll get to that, guys. I'll let you respond when we come back out of the break to that question. You listen to the Martin Houston Show, and we're able to do this each and every day because of great folks like Taco Casa, Taco Casa Quality, taste, value, under the biggest cactus in town. Go check them out for lunch and or dinner and tell them that Martin Houston went to Martin Houston Show told you to stop by. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything pretty quiet as we start our Wednesday morning. If you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8888. Warrior Waste Services is local, affordable, and dependable. Thank you, Tuscaloosa, for supporting local. Call them at 205-330-2434. Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa Weather. These are the weather cuts for Wednesday, the 14th of September. First cup of the morning in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Alabama's weather will stay dry at least for the next seven days. A sunny sky today, the high 85. Clear tonight, the low 62. For tomorrow and Friday, lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 85 and 88. And Saturday, the sky will stay mostly sunny, the high 87. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on 95.1 The Mountain. Anniston, Oxford's Classic Station. This is cut number two and five, four, three, two, one. Another beautiful day today with a sunny sky, the high in. 
Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dre, you ready? Welcome back in to the Martin Houston Show. Hey guys, uh, we got a lot to get to. We got callers waiting, but I do want to get y'all's response uh, to Curtis real quick before we get to uh, the phone line. Uh, X, your thoughts? Uh, how how can an offense evolve uh, or not evolve, or has it evolved and it's still all in the, in the in the uh, OC's hand? Uh, when it comes to Alabama football, since Nick Saban says we they always run Alabama's offense. Yeah, when I look at it, you look at it from the standpoint of not every coordinator is going to call a game the same, and then not every team is going to have the same skill set. So I think that's how it can change and evolve over time. Is that you match up with skill set and personality? Yeah, that that's the only way it can because you're not having a a coach stay long enough to evolve it in that sense. When we, like you go look at the way Lane Kiffin called games for Blake, Jacob, and uh, Jalen. Then go look at how Dayball called games for Tua versus Jalen. So I guess the question is, were those the same offenses? Same concepts, different play calling due to personnel and personalities of the coordinators. Joe? I I do think it's been uh, the, the same offense as a whole. But mm-hmm. uh, but I, but I, I think Xavier is hitting on it. A lot of it has been tailored to uh, tailored to the skill sets of the offense, tailored to uh, who some of the stars are on, on the offense. Like uh, you know, the you, you, you start with the Blake Sims offense, and you can kind of see how the Blake Sims offense and the Jalen Hurts offense kind of look the same. Uh, and, and obviously the two offense and, the, and two is offense and Mac Jones's offense have kind of looked the same. S- same with Bryce Young's offense to a degree. Uh, so, so, so I think you, you've got the same offense, uh, definitely like style, uh, but I, but I think what gets called, uh, and how often a, 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 how often a concept gets called is really dependent on, on the skill sets that we have. Uh, yeah. And you both, both of you guys really nailing it. Uh, you had, <clears throat> let me, let me tell you, when I played at Alabama, we had our playbook, uh, guys was probably two and a half inches thick maybe three uh, inches thick. And we we would game plan based on what? Uh, this is under Homer Smith. We would game plan based on our ability, right? Uh, and we game plan based on the talent uh, uh, of what we had and then who we were playing. So on Monday, say we would go out, and by Monday they had a certain number of plays that they already had that they want us to run. Then on Tuesday, they would look at Monday's film and then they would shrink down what we executed on uh, because Monday was walkthrough. 
uh, with pads and, and, and shoulder pads and shorts. Tuesday was full speed. And if we couldn't execute it on Tuesday, it came out on Wednesday. Okay. If we could execute on Tuesday, it stayed in on Wednesday. And then we honed what would be like kind of the priority. And then Homer Smith and most guys do this. They script the first 25 plays. Right. And, and they see what of what we think we can run is going to work against the game plan the other team has put in. Then you see that the rest of the game. Then to your point, we still do the bubble screens, right? That we did against um, with Blake Sims. You know, yeah. But Bill O'Brien's personality undoubtedly doesn't throw the ball deep. Could you imagine what would our offense, how many deep balls we would throw with, um, you know, um, Sark as a as a guy, and then you take into it the person personnel, and this was a big thing. Remember, I had that "What would you add?" question. Mm-hmm. I don't think our wide receivers are committed to blocking the way they used to be. And Virgil Williams asked yesterday the question: Why is it that other teams can run the bubble screens and get seven eight yards, and we run the bubble screens and we get? minus yards or short game. And it's about the wide receivers willing to block. That's also the impact on the running game. Uh, and we can come in on that in a second. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on top 100.9 on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning, Martin. Good morning, Zex. XO. Uh, how was Coach Saban able to schedule an extra game this week that uh, – I see where Thursday night, 6 o'clock, we're going to play football, uh, another football game. I, I thought that was normally uh, 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 scheduling a, a, a walk-through practice versus another football game Thursday night. But, uh, I, I can't get over that, how, how he was able to throw in another game. I, I know he realizes that we need more practice. Uh, next you game. saw that, right? Yeah, it's going to be 6 o'clock under the lights. It's F-U-T-B-O-L. Wait, Pat. You're so bad. Everybody that don't know, Pat, I think I'm going to be there, Martin. Based on which ranking it is, the Alabama soccer team is hosting uh South Carolina. South Carolina. Uh either they're either number four or number five. And it and it looked like Alabama uh Joe gave me a note here. Looks like Alabama's, you know, uh just outside of the top ten uh in soccer. So uh that's a big improvement for them. So <laughs> all right, yeah, man, you got exactly. anything else for us? Man, uh, hey, hey, we're gonna have a contest this week. Hey, sure, Pat. What you wanna do, man? How about total receptions uh, 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 for the, uh, the Alabama wide receivers? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, and, then we, and then we'll give tiebreaker to their total yards. How about that? I, I, exactly. And, uh, and I want to go uh, over over 25 receptions. Oh, wow. receptions. And how many total what? yards, Pat? And, and, and total yards for Alabama. Uh, no, no, total yards for the wide receivers. Oh, oh total yards for the wide receivers. 
Uh, I'm going to go 350. What? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, I'll the Star Wars. Go ahead, Joe. I'll let you respond. <laughs> yeah. Man, I love you, and I hope that that happens. But uh, that's that, that's a little high, brother. No. No way. No way. Man, Man, uh, he, hey, it wasn't hey, clarified the starting wide receivers. Hey, we're, we're playing a great Auburn football coach oh, Saturday. <laughs> All right, Pat. Pat, Pat, Pat he came close to winning, and he went undefeated, y'all. Hey, you don't think he's going to game plan? Yeah. Okay, Pat. All right, Pat. You had right. too much fun. You—that's our comedic relief for the for the uh, week, right, right there. Thanks, Pat. Hey, have a blast, Bye bye. Have a blast, man. Let's get to Curtis Moore. Curtis Moore, uh, you're here with the Martin Houston Show on the Alabama One Hotline. It's Martin and Xavier waiting to talk to you, sir. Hey, now, hey, now. Hey, um, I was going to say, uh, I know a lot can change between uh, week two and, you know, the end of the year, like in December and things like that. But as it stands, uh, you know, as we saw yesterday, not yesterday, but on Saturday, you know, Texas looks like a pretty good team. And if, like I said, if they were to run the table in the Big 12 and, and let's say we meet up with them in December for a part two. Would you like our chances again, uh, you know, against them? Uh, because, I mean, I know it would be in a neutral place and everything, but, you know, like Sark said, he, he knows Pete Golden and, you know, these things like that. Do you think we would perform better uh, than we did on Saturday? I, I think we do. We I mean, we would because, you know, a lot of that stuff is stuff is self-induced like those penalties and things like that but uh i don't know what's your take on that if we were to meet him again uh i'll, I'll let you guys i'll x i'll let you take it first joe and you respond and i'll close it out yeah I, I think it would be a different result and i think alabama would be better off against them one on the neutral side two this is a new supporting cast for bryce young He's still learning these guys. You're not going to have the environment where you can't hear, where, where you're able to make adjustments easier. But I think uh, at the end of the season, Bryce Young with Burton, Prentice, and Holden, and then Gibbs and McClellan at running back and Latou at tight end, I think at the end of the season, these guys will be better as a unit and as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with I'm with okay. Xavier. I, I do think that a, a round two would probably go better for the offense. Uh, now I I would be not concerned that the defense could could perform a second uh, could, could perform the same way. But you, you'd have to think in a round two that uh, Quinn Ewers would probably be healthy for that. And I I don't think that I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say oh, if Quinn was still in we would have lost. No, uh, but the, but the challenges would have would have been different. Um, so so I so I think that uh, I, I think the defense would still have quite a bit of challenges on its hands because their offensive line would have had eight nine more games to to kind of work out you know a lot of they got a lot of freshmen up front uh and yours would get healthy more, more experience i think it would be quite a game i i think it could curtis i think it could be an interesting rematch and i think it's a it's a possible rematch based on how the rest of the big 12 does um and 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 that's meaning if the big 12 ends up being you know uh the the better league 
The problem is if Alabama and Georgia runs the table um, and Georgia uh, and, and they both go in undefeated, I think you're going to get two SEC schools again. Um, and, and, that, and then that only leaves two conferences. So I, I think the Big 12 could be left out uh, along with a couple other, uh, at least one other conference champion, if not two. So, so that, that'd be the hard part. The other part I would say to this is to, to their, both of their points, both teams will have a chance to be better. The advantage I would give to Alabama, though, is Sark would have uh, uh, played his hand. Uh, he would now have to go like like coming into that game, man. Him and uh, Patterson both had a game plan that was perfect. Like they executed on all our weaknesses. Well, he would have to go to what's what's number two on his list of what they do best because he he did what they did best on both sides of the ball Saturday. Well, True. Alabama. Alabama, we never threw the ball over 15 yards except for when Bryce, like, was scrambling or or held the ball. So I guess we probably have more stuff in our bag that we could pull out that we could execute better. I don't know if they could pull out more stuff. They would just be better at executing what they did against us. Now, I'm sure they'd make a few changes. So I think it would be an interesting – Matchup, but I think you take away the 15 penalties and um, 10 of them being on defense that probably kept maybe three or four drives alive. Um, it's a different ball game, and that's my point right there. And I know it's hard to beat teams two times in the season, but but just to your point, Martin, those penalties a lot of stuff was self induced. So if we just we're not going to do that every game, you know, have to right. like that. That's crazy. How different, you know. how different, Kirsten, I'll let you go out there. How different is that game if Texas goes? Would it have been three and out, guys? Did, didn't Will Anderson jump off on the first third down where we made the tackle? Uh, yeah. I think he did it on the – He did it twice. Drive. I mean, it, not him, but it, they got two penalties on the first drive that kept the drive alive. That's the equivalent of having three possessions. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's my thoughts there. All right, Curtis, you got anything else for us before I let you go? Oh, no. No, I ain't, ain't going to hold you up. Um, I know you probably got a lot more calls and a lot of things to get to. Uh, I'm going to enjoy the show and listening like always. Roll Tide. All right. Well, we appreciate you, Curtis. Uh, from up here in our neck of the woods, uh, tuning in down in Florida. Thanks for being a part of the show. Coming back on the other side, guys, we'll uh, have a little bit more conversation uh, right here on the Martin Houston Show. Uh, we'll see where it goes, and you have to stick around to, to join that conversation with us. More on the other side. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out 
by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard. 205-686-1941. That's 205-686-1941. 205-686-1941. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports Xavier Houston. Welcome back into the Martin Houston kicking off the second half. Great conversation. Uh, this morning, and uh, we have a uh, new caller calling us uh, from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, welcome to the Martin Houston Show fam in Tide 100.9. It's Fabian. Uh, good morning, sir. How you doing? How's it going, Martin? Good, good. What's on your mind, sir? You're in on the album on hotline. I have a question here. Let's say that uh, Bryson, if he was to... Uh, Leave this year, he would probably be uh, number one, number two, or number three draft pick, right? He'd probably get about $25 million a year, roughly. Right. First year. Okay. How about if you were to do something like the, the name, image, and likeness? Instead of him leaving this year, the, the Alabama boosters or alumni could make a package for him and pay him, let's say, $30, $35 million for, to stay one more year. And then give him another contract for, let's say, Lloyd's on London in case he gets hurt, that we could pay him in case he has a career-ending injury and pay him like a $75 million in case he gets hurt, like we do with Dylan Moses. And this way, we keep him for one more year. And um, Because somebody's gonna eventually going to do this down the road. It's going to be either Texas A&M or Texas. They're going to do it. They're going to get one of their star players and keep them one more year by offering them a truckload of money to stay for one more year. I, I, uh, Fabian, and, and, and I can let these guys respond. Uh, I'll, I'll let you actually, Joe, you go first, X, and you, and then I'll respond. Uh, I, have, I have some thoughts on that. Yeah, Joe, fa- if you, fa- you, Fabian, I think that's a, a definitely going to be a possibility in, in the future. And we kind of kicked that around on uh, inside the locker room yesterday, and I kind of settled on twenty-five million dollars is what it's going to have to be wow. for, for for Bryce Young because you, you look at you look at what <clears throat> the top top five NFL draft picks have gotten. 
Tua was drafted mm-hmm. fifth overall, and his uh, his contract was thirty million dollars total, uh, with a fifth year option, of course, but uh, four years for thirty million dollars. So I think mm-hmm. if, if you were able to throw twenty to twenty five million dollars together for Bryce Young, you could conceivably talk uh, talk him into uh, maybe staying one more year. And if I'm a Bama fan, I'm scrounging every penny I have. You know it. <laughs> you know it, man. I'm telling you. X. It, it sounds great, and but I wouldn't do it as a player. I wouldn't. I would go ahead and close this chapter of my life and move on to the next when I know I can make that much money in the NFL. Just because why come back and risk getting hurt and losing out on your dream when you're going to get that money anyway? Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and I think it's probably somewhere in between. Fabian, I don't think – I, th- I think Bryce is a tough case. Uh, and what I mean by that, if Bryce stays healthy, then he's going to get, as we all think, in probably one, two, or three, right? Somewhere in that range. Exactly. First yeah. quarterback off the board. So he's going to get around that money. The, 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 there's two ways I see this happening, though. So I do agree with you and Joe in this sense. There is going to be some kid that comes back that would have typically have gone to the NFL, but I think it'll be one of the two things. I think it'll be a guy who's maybe a uh, he's a really really good college quarterback, but he'll probably be a late first round potential second round type of guy, but he he will make your college team really really good and a contender, right? Or you get a Bryce Young before he ever plays, and 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 you have an escalating agreement that he he's committing to four years for a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and so you you kind of uh, back end load it, and he he comes to your school, and so you get him that way where where he stays. Um, but uh, I, I think just because of where Bryce is, I think that makes it difficult uh, to get him to do it because, as Xavier said, he would be risking, you know, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars uh, potentially in that, in that fifth year, and he wouldn't really be making anything in his fourth year. I mean, the first four years uh, by staying at Alabama. Uh, he'd be just matching what he'd have pretty much anyway. Yeah. So you know, my, 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 yeah, my, my main question also, also, if they could give a like a Lloyd's of London insurance policy on top of the salary, which would be yeah. two tier. This way, he he has. Hey, I, it, if I get hurt, then then I still have a lot of extra money. Like what happened to, to Dylan Moses? You know, we never thought Dylan was going to get hurt. But and Dylan, I guarantee, you, if you ask Dylan. Dylan, even though he, he, he made some money uh, and Bryce would be able to get significantly more, Fabian, it's still yes, not any money. Like, like and, and, and please don't take this the wrong way. Bryce is a good-looking young man, very articulate, extremely, extremely uh, photogenic. Uh, and, and, and he plays quarterback. He will make more money off the field than he does on the field. Correct. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
so, so, so to get at that next level, uh, to get at the next level, um, he he will be one of those guys. You know, LeBron James, Tom Brady, all these guys. They, 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 their their NFL contracts is a lot of money, but I don't think it pales in comparison to what they make in endorsements. Plus the name, image, and likeness attractiveness for college athletes, and Bryce is showing uh, some of that. You know now, multiple and I commercials. Think Bryce was maximize. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at him; he's already in multiple commercials, mm-hmm. the face of a lot of advertisement. Now you give him the freedom that that comes with that in the NFL, and it, it can do, it's going to explode, especially if he has success. How much? How much did uh, Kyler Murray make after his fourth year? I think he got two hundred fifty. Two hundred and thirty million dollars. Yeah, two thirty, two fifty, somewhere in that range. Yeah, and 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 that's that's what he would. That's what the Lords of London would have to replace mm-hmm. um, to to get past that initial contract, uh, Fabian. Because uh, I think this is just Tyler's what fourth year, third year, fourth year, and he's already got a new contract. So this is fourth year. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, so yeah, that, that's that's what that'd be your challenge. So, all right, man. Thanks, Fabian. Hey, call back anytime, man. Glad to have you part of the the show. Okay, yes, sir. Thank you. Roll Tide. Road tie. All right. Uh, hey, listen. We, hey, I can tell you, we'll go wherever the callers want to go. We appreciate them being a part of the program. Um, we need to, to get the break here, but quickly, quickly, uh, closing thoughts X, uh, on, on today's show. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, you look at the Drew Sanders thing, he could have potentially helped, but I'll take what we got because I haven't seen anything bad out of what we have. And then just a quick, what I would add to this team. Yeah, no, if no, we're no, not going to no, throw the deep. Let's, let's, let's save that to tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I know I'll have to respond if you say something. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but, but to, your, to your point about Moody, uh, I will ask you and Joe this, and you guys can respond really quick. Is Moody... Has Moody been the pleasant surprise of this year? Yeah, I would have to say he is because he was he was the guy everybody was questioning. So everything I've seen so far through two weeks, I'm very pleased with. Joe, any comments before we get the break here on him? Oh, yeah, I, I th- I'm very pleased as well. Yeah, I, I think Moody has been... He's been great. Like, I mean, like, like it's like, okay, this guy stuck it out, stuck around and get his thing. And the flip side of that, and we're going to talk about that coin, is words Walter. I mean, words Ricks, not words Walter. Uh, hey, listen, Ricks is MIA. Uh, will we see him uh, or are we seeing some of the reasons of why LSU may be having some issues down on the bio? we we'll come back on the other side. We'll get to the Empowerment Ministries Christian Moment of the Week uh, with Scotty Hollins right here on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a pretty serious wreck on US 11 southbound near 2059. Lane blockage delays and authorities are on the scene. 
If you see other conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a new vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning. The official flu season is still two weeks away, but doctors across the state already reporting patients coming down with the annual virus. The Alabama Department of Public Health reporting all indications are that this could be a particularly severe flu season. Currently, West Alabama beginning to see instances of the flu, but Northeast Alabama and East Central Alabama are already experiencing unusual early flu activity. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather. I'm Don Hart. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you. ...to earn $10,000 in free home upgrades. Come to a special Meet the Builder event from 6 till 8 p.m. tomorrow at America's Home Place Northport next to Chick-fil-A. Hello, this is Martin Houston with Awakening. The team and I would like to invite you to this monthly community-wide praise and worship service featuring intimate worship and powerful preaching of God's Word. Please join us at the link that's 610 Watermelon Road. Northport, Alabama, or watch online at Empowerment Ministries on Facebook. That's Awakening, powered by Empowerment Ministries, the third Thursday every month at 6.30 p.m. Please pray for us and join us if you can. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You're back in with the Martin Houston Show, and it's time for our weekly catch-up with Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries, with the Christian Moment of the Week, powered by Empowerment Ministries, and Empowerment Ministries uh, is... Uh, ministry that I oversee that uh, allows me to go out and minister uh, at other places, churches, and venues. Uh, and as you heard in the uh, prior break, uh, we have Awakening, our community-wide service right here in Tuscaloosa slash Northport, Alabama. At the link 610 Watermelon Road, we'd love to invite you to come out on tomorrow night at 630. Uh, no affiliation with the church uh, a specific church, but affiliated completely with the church universal. Uh, that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So come on out and join us at 630. Let's turn it over to Scotty Hollins, where he encourages us how we can incorporate our faith into the boardroom and classroom, our chosen field to play. Scotty, I apologize. We'll, we'll got to you a little later today, but uh, still take this time, man, and encourage us and uh, how we can take a step forward. Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much, Martin. And uh, man, I will just kind of do a re-intro of our, our theme, 
um, and, and just kind of, you know, we're going to be talking about the power to persevere. Martin always introduces me and he talks about, hey, Scotty, help us uh, just talk about how we can, you know, represent the Lord in, in our in the in the boardroom, in the um, on the uh, in the classroom, in our chosen field of play. And so, I, you know, uh, I, I take that, you know, of course, that's just that's his intro to me. But I think um, it's also his heart. It's also Martin's heart. He, that's what he wants to accomplish during this segment. And so and so I really take this time to try to accomplish that. And so this next series that we're about to start, and uh, I'll kind of jump into point number one next week, but this next uh, uh, series that we're about to start, start is called The Power to Persevere. Uh, again, I'll say The Power to Persevere. As believers, you know, who have surrendered their lives to the Lord and who are seeking to walk with Him faithfully, um, understand that you always have eyes on you, and, and, and people are looking at you. And, and, and one thing I've heard said before is, hey, sometimes your life is the only Bible that anyone will ever read. <laughs> like, they, they're not open in the Bible. And, and, and um, if you look at the statistics, fewer and fewer, fewer and fewer people are going to church. And, and actually, let me do the flip side, more and more people are leaving the church. And so the reality is, um, for those who call the name of Christ, who, who say, you know what, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer. I used to, used to be a song. I don't know if you remember that rap song. I'm a believer. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my kids used to sing that all day, every day. So, uh, but, but, you know, if those of us who call ourselves believers, uh, I, I'm just saying, hey, we, we need to understand that we are ambassadors. We are representatives. And um, the greatest gift that God could ever give us is himself. And so we're not just ambassadors of something good, or we're not even uh, ambassadors of something great. We're ambassadors of what is best. So there's no better than what we have to offer. And, and, and we know that because we have a relationship with the Lord. This series will be the power to persevere. So as people, as those who, who may not know Christ, as those who may be, you know, um, you know, considering, hey, man, you know what? I, I'm, you know, I'm considering um, or, or just they're going through something and they're looking for help. And you, you, you know, offer um, you know, the gospel, you offer encouraging words from God's word. I, I just want you to know, Hey, you, what will give you that opportunity is your life, the way you're living. And that's what I'm saying. The power right, of persevere as we, yeah, jump on in. Yeah. Let, let me, let me, let me for, for the people, because this, this is one of those topics that's always perfect. I love to me, all things apply to life, but uh, mm-hmm. from the scripture, uh, it says mm-hmm. God's given us everything that pertains you know, to life and godliness in his word. But perseverance is one of those topics that, man, we've had to really walk through the last couple of years with COVID and now with mm-hmm. inflation and, and, and yeah. supply, all of these things, you know, you order stuff and this, it used to be six weeks, now it's six months. Yeah. You know, so you learn, learning perseverance is a part of our everyday life. Define it to is. the people what you mean by perseverance uh, because I want them to understand, you know, yeah. some people, oh, man, I drop off because I don't like that, that that face stuff. No, no, this is stuff that I hope it leads you to a relationship with Christ. But I also think that what we talk about and the way we present it, man, it'll help you just be better, as we say, in the boardroom, the classroom, and wherever your chosen field of play is. Absolutely. I think, I think you know, so many examples. And again, I'm going to do the power of per- perseverance. Um, the power to persevere from one passage, but I, I, I may extend it from other passages. Because as you asked me that question, Martin, I think of five different examples, ten different examples <laughs> popping my mind. But but I'll say the the definition it, it, when we talk about persevering, we're saying just don't give up. You you've heard yes. that if you if you've played sports, 
if you played sports right. for any amount of time, you've heard that 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 phrase, don't give up. And, and the point is, like, no matter what you're facing, um, that you know, and, and no matter what you're you know going through, it might be bigger than you, but it's not bigger than God. And so, what we're going to be looking at is how do you how do you choose to not give up? How do you choose to not fall in the face of uh, of extreme adversity? Hey, we, we saw a perfect example of that in mm. our football team Saturday. Um, That's it. You know, nothing, <laughs> very little, if any, had gone well uh, in that mm. game. Uh, mm. But they persevered till the end, and mm. they won. Uh, you know, mm. so, so you, you saw a real-life example of yeah. what that is. And all we're saying is, 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 is through this lesson, we're going to give you not just the world's way to persevere, but God's way, which is, uh, it is the best way, in, in our opinion. Yeah. Tell them where they can find you, Scotty. Absolutely. You can uh, go to www.blueprinttestalusa.com. You can send me a message there. It comes straight to my email. All right. That's Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries. Uh, you can find them online, and you can find them here every Wednesday. Uh, to end the show uh, in the fourth quarter. Thanks, Scotty. We appreciate you, sir. All right. That's the Christian Moment of the Week presented by Empowerment Ministries, powered by Every Day, which uh, Empowerment Ministries powers Awakening tomorrow night at 6.30. Love to have you come out. And our message tomorrow is get your mind right. Get your mind right. Good things ahead for you. Thanks for being a part of the Martin Houston Show. For X, for Joe, for Martin, for all our listeners, college viewers, and chatters, we thank you for being a part of the show. We'll be back tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel, right here on Tide 100.9. Trust in the Lord always, we not your own understanding.